Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we are covering Bachelor Nation weddings, big and small. Okay. Near breakups. What? And body shots. Oh, we, and this is episode 238. Let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. Sound effects are back, V. We, we're back in it. We're, we're back, back in, in it. it. Thank God. It's a, it's a heavy production over here right now, but we're getting it done. Um, you know, before we get into Bachelor in Paradise this week, V, I got to know, how are you? What's going on? Um, I'm pretty good this past week. I feel like I had a lot. Uh, I went, you know, back to back days of doing stuff. So last week I had uh, the seven year anniversary of Vixen, which is the dance that I do here in Atlanta. So we had like a little party. It was like, you know, a dance class with glow. So we have like glow paint, glow sticks and like we have it all. It's it's a fun time and it's like a longer class. Um, And then I went to uh the griffin griffin who's you know like a edm artist i went to his show except i left before he came on because uh your girl could not be there much longer because it was um it's a late night because he was you know having a set at a club Mm -hmm. the domain here in atlanta that used to be the opera or opera and um you know, it opened at 10 and he was supposed to go on at midnight, which I was like, cool. Like if he goes on at midnight, I don't know how long, like I didn't really want to stay super long because I wanted to plan to like kind of Saturday be more of my party night. Mm-hmm. And homie didn't even go on until 1.30, but I was, I was gone. I was, I was already home. I was in bed. Oh, the there is a late night crowd out here in Atlanta though. People be like, I know my my friend, my neighbor is a DJ. He like sometimes we DJing until like four or five in the morning, which makes sense. I get that, but that's like not. I was only going with like some of my pals just to like have a good time with my pals. Like I'm not really a big fan, yeah. And I just wasn't really down to clown um, until like four a.m. for somebody I don't really sure, care, fair especially because. The, especially because the openers, I think I would have been fine if the openers weren't so like only one like beat. They were just like the same like super heavy bass. Yeah. And like I was like, I got to get out of here. I can't yeah. be fucking standing here anymore. Totally. I feel that. That's that's my uh, probably what I would do, too. So but um, and then I saw you. Uh, the next night on Saturday for Halloweener, we did like a little pregame party situation at our pals Ray and TM's place, mm-hmm. um, and it was a lot of fun. We, uh, you know, went down the belt line for a little bit there, and actually, um, you know, you guys were out with you and Sam were out with us for a pretty long time. Yeah, TBH. I mean, it's it's hard to get us out these days and um, stay out late, you know, um, but. I don't know. It's a fun group. Everyone was having a good time, dressed up in their Halloween costumes. Um, yeah. You were cartoon Lizzie McGuire. Indeed, I was. Um, and I and my girlfriend were uh, tennis players, so that was fun. Very you know, fun. it was kind of like we did uh, two birds, one stone. I was like, because I wanted to start playing tennis with her, so it's like I'll get the rackets. Why don't we just like be tennis players for? But I didn't know, like you know, I'm kind of lame when it comes to Halloween. I, I just don't like to dress up on like anything too silly or like I know you've always said this ever since we've started this podcast you like don't like dressing up in things that make you look unattractive which <laughs> yeah. like you got to get over that <laughs> no I don't because I've, I've, I've done it for which will now be 35 years of um you know looking good on Halloween if I can so you know to another 35 um but also uh you know people are like who are you Roger Federer or whatever and I'm like uh uh, who like you know i i i, I honestly Sight. just i know i know who he is but i'm just Come saying on. like you know i'm more here for um my mom is gonna text kind of us thing. immediately when she listens to this and she's gonna be pissed so, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> but it was fun i had a good time um and then on sunday me and my acting group we actually shot our second scene together and i'm just really happy because like you know these are scenes we're writing this time i got to act in it 
um so i gotta edit it all up but like you know we have like a crew of five of us and we like you know if if we're on if we're on camera doing the acting people are behind the camera doing their roles and we all switch it up doing sound light different cameras and just good ideas and it's just awesome that we're doing it so we're getting some good stuff can't wait to get more stuff um popping for our acting reels and stuff so um but why don't we just get into what we it's a late night already so why don't we just get into what we like to do it's that time to talk about vip on our show (laughs) that's bachelor in paradise um but before we get talking about bachelor in paradise youtube why don't you go ahead and subscribe smash that thumbs up button and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new bachelor content just like this and if you just did Oh, man. Huge shout out to you. Ooh-wee, air horns for you. Um, you know, this is where we like to shout out our comment crew. Anybody that leaves a comment on our video, subscribes, let us know they subscribe. They're going to get a shout out on the next video. Um, and we got like our, our solid crew members. I, and I, you guys have to let, I have to let you guys know you're so appreciative. Uh, we're so appreciative of you, um, you know, being a part of our community. So big shout out to Catherine and big shout out to Chelsea Allen, big shout out to Kathleen Kent the homies and um anyone else who would like to join the crew just leave a comment below and make sure you subscribe give us that thumbs up it really helps the algorithms i don't know that's what youtube every video says yeah that's how that works that's how it works um well v why don't we get into week six of the bachelor in paradise uh saga uh i am not gonna lie like i'm enjoying these episodes i mean it's a lot of bachelor in paradise i didn't like this week that much you didn't um well well, i guess especially especially night one was hella boring um well let's just get into it and talk about it i I mean i'm finding i'm finding some stuff to like about things i mean my thing is i really don't think we need to have two episodes every week Mm -hmm. i think they're really like i get why i get money i Mm -hmm. get why but i just think like i'd rather have one good two hour episode of like interesting stuff and like you know development then two episodes two two hour long episodes where i feel like it's just like either shit isn't developed the right way or it's too much on on some stuff but well, what so- I, I will say what i do like is the intro i feel like they're introducing a lot more messiness into this show like you know they're not letting them get too comfortable like you know right. by this point we've like we'd already see them like kind of having to like you know, make a make a decision or not. And we still got a couple more weeks of, of Bachelor in Well, that's my thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sure there's ways for us to get to some of this messiness quicker because the thing is like, I feel like they're dragging it all. But um, so we start this episode leading into our cocktail party in Rose Ceremony. Uh, you know, things are up in the air. Nobody knows what's going to happen. They uh, didn't know who was even going to be the ones giving out roses. Uh, nobody knows. But then when they all get to the Palaba or whatever it's called, um, they Palapa, they um, are told by Jesse that Sarah went home for a family emergency, which honestly probably works in her favor as well, just because after Logan ditched her for Kate, I don't really think she had any connections with anybody so yeah. i don't know um, i wonder how... i wonder if it really was a family emergency yeah i wonder i wonder or i wonder if she was I... just like i'm outie yeah i mean it's a good excuse but i mean jesse did wish them the best so like the yeah so stuff. i would hope you know but um so that means there's less one less girl than guys so one guy is gonna go home so the girls get to give out roses um and so now it's we got the cocktail party. The cocktail party had some weird stuff. It had things like Shanae and Jacob talking about teeth for a while and brushing each other's teeth with charcoal um, toothpaste. It had Wells instigating a bit of a beef because they're really trying to like hype up this whole like old girls and new girls are having beef. But I feel like it's like they're really trying to hype it up because I feel like this is the only other time we've 
seen other stuff of it because they're trying to start this whole beef between the girls of like is it the old girls that are messier is it the new girls that are messier like Wells told them that you know the staff has said that this is the messiest the women's quarters have ever been and like each side is blaming each other but we get no resolution to that so I'm like what's what is the point of that like I don't want like what's the point of that there's no should know what's happening like if I was at like some type of like camp situation i would know it's like this is the messy people like you know right there's no and we get no resolution as audience and i'm over it um (laughs) but uh also the messiness that was like trying to start last week was between jesenia and britney and tyler and like whatever and we see nothing of that we don't know anything about that nothing of that it doesn't matter because when it comes to the rose ceremony we see jesenia giving her rose to andrew as we expected and we see britney giving her rose to tyler as we expected um all the other expected like the you know serene and brandon genevieve aaron um danielle michael all go I'll go to plan. Um, and then I mean, it this comes- was really it was I mean, the way it was set up was meant for Vic- this was Victoria's rose ceremony. This was her rose ceremony. So and they, you know, purposely put Alex and uh, Johnny next to each other. Like there's definitely tension amongst Johnny and Alex. Like Johnny won't really talk to Alex. Uh the guys are all like, well, I don't know, like shit's tough. Like obviously like this Alex guy seems like he's a nice guy, but Johnny's our dude like everything is everything's tense and it comes down to Victoria even though she was like really being wooed by by Alex and she was saying that he you know hit a lot of areas on her on her list she you know stayed true to her heart and you know the connection that she felt was stronger and it's Johnny she gives her rose to Johnny but then in a very typical probably production uh, pushed move. Florence, the Australian chick who we've heard barely anything from, gives her rose to Alex. Doesn't even save her own guy. Doesn't even save her own brethren. Adam the Aussie. Yeah, he goes but home. I, I kind of felt no that. No one knows a goddamn thing about him. I so kind of <laughs> felt that though. Like it's like, what? Am I supposed to give my? If I was like the Indian guy there, and there's like the Indian girl, and she's like the two Indian people, it's like, am I supposed to just like? Give my rose to the Indian person. Well, of course not. No, well, I'm, I'm not. just saying. I'm just saying. Like I kind of understood that, and and like if when I put myself in those shoes, um, but you know I felt bad because he was like a good looking guy. Like what, what's what's with no? These? He seemed fun, and like even Shanae, I felt like was gonna go for him there for a second, but I guess not. But I mean, Shanae will go for everyone. For go for anything, go for anything. <laughs> but um, it's the next day. Victoria gets a date card, and she gets to take Johnny on a date they really get to like solidify their relationship i don't know johnny's kind of like uh what, what, what is the term like what is not wet towel is it i don't know but like he, i just feel like he has like wet blanket no, wet blanket um if i'm using that correctly because i feel like he just like doesn't open up like maybe he's still in his feelings about all this stuff but like you yeah. know like I said, once again, Victoria kind of surprises me as far as Victoria like, is really opening up and like showing more of herself than I have expected. And I just am like really surprised. Like she is like willing, like even just like how torn up she was trying to make her decision and everything. Like I, I really do like, you know, I'm like, dang, like, cause she was just not like not given a good look was just maybe didn't even have a good look to give. I kind of want to go back and watch that that season and see what Peter's season. I, I mean, I, I I'm okay with I, not rewatching it, but yeah, I just wanted to see like the highlight reels of v- Victoria because like because she did not have a good look on that season at yeah. all. Or maybe she's just like changed a little bit. Like, I think she know? probably has. I mean, I think you know, you grow, you change. Um, yeah, but her. they do like a sweat lodge, sweat hut date, and they open up and they get emotional about you know how how hard it is to like open up to people and like you know progressing relationships and things like that and they you know I feel like they really break new ground and grow closer and she even says that she's falling in love with him so you know things are things are getting serious so um things are things are looking good I feel Um, bad for Alex though 
I kind of feel bad for Alex, too, because, like, she really did kind of, like, give him, like, you're my everything. You're, like, top-notch kind of guy, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, now homie's just hanging out on the beach. Like, all we see of him throughout the rest of these two episodes is just him, like, playing football with whoever, just, like, hanging in the pool, just, like, doing it. I mean, he's, like, enjoying a nice vacation. But, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, He's not the only one enjoying it. Yeah, but... uh, So... Justin comes back down. I guess they must have been holding him in the hotel. I don't know what they did with him. They'd just been hanging out with him. And he comes back down. And, like, Justin's like, why'd you come back, man? Which which is the stupidest question. Because it's all like, what do you mean? Like, you don't just allow people to come back. It's not like they just, like, are like, la, 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 la. Like, I'm coming back down. Like, he got sent home. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think they're just, like, I, 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 as far as producers, I feel like they've they've done a really good job of getting a pool of people that all liked each other. Right. Like, you know, so it's like when they ask you, they probably put up like a board of all the people that they're possibly going to be there. And they're like, pick your three. And then they have all these scenarios. Like, what if this person goes with this person? And then we can like bring in this person. And it's like, you know, they're still doing it down to the wire. So like maybe a lot of people went home that are off the table. But like, let's keep Justin around because we still got a lease to go down. And they're in their port. And Rodney and him are best friends. And we could really get some good drama yeah. out of that. Like, I bet you they're back there doing that like math work, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. They're like that meme of like, you know, all the, the, yeah, um, the for- blurry numbers and stuff. It's yeah. like, um, I, what's that Matt Damon movie that, that people always talk about? Um, damn, it's slipping my mind right now, but I don't know. But, um, anyways, he comes back down because he's like, I'm, I'm really here. I want to meet Eliza, like blah, 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 all that stuff. He comes down with a date card, of course. Goodwill um, hunting. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Okay, yes. Uh, comes down with the date card, of course. Genevieve's pissed that he's back, which I'm all like, Genevieve, mind your own business. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, but she doesn't. And then, of course, she pisses off Aaron because she's talking too much. Yes, that's about- exactly what I was going to say. She's talking too much. It's like, dude, chill out. Like, stop inserting yourself in this. Like, some people are really good about moving on, and some people aren't, you know? I know, because she's just, like, real pissed. And, like, she then, you know, get hurts Aaron's feelings because he's all like, I want you to want me because it's me, not because, like, I'm better than Justin, how Justin treated you. Like, I want you to like me for me. And they, like, sort of get into a fight. But then, like, they under... He, like, comes to an understanding. And then she's upset because she's all like, what do you mean you don't understand that, like... They are literally perfect for each other. I want you. Like, Like, they're both so dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. They're both insecure. Yeah. They're both, like, super insecure. Yeah. And, like, they're both, like, I need to be known, like, that you want me. And, like, but because they both, like... We'll get into it more for the second night. But that's kind of just, like, their vibe. But they figure it out for this first night. But... Um, Justin ends up asking Eliza on this date. She says yes. Am I wrong in saying that she says yes and then she goes and talks to Rodney? Yeah, I, I, this is, this is like the, the, this is the trope on this episode and on the next episode, um, of these girls saying yes and then going back to their man and being like, I want him to say like, don't go. Like, what are these tests that like, or just like, do what you want to do. Yeah, true, but like on the flip side, I don't understand the men doing the same thing each time. Like, you know, like being like, no, I want you to go. It's like, dude, how, ah, like just, no, it's just so bad, you know? It's like, don't. My thing is like, I think personally, I don't like what the women are doing more than like, I feel like the guys are being put into tough positions where they're like, I obviously don't want it to be seen like I'm trying to control you and what you can do because the whole point of this experience is to like, see who you mesh with. Yeah, but what are you doing it for the viewers? Are you doing it for this girl that you want though? Like, you know, because like, at the end of the day, like they both said they wanted men that are going to be like, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and don't act like this doesn't happen, like, a lot in, like, real life. Like, girls be right. doing this type of stuff, you know? I know, but, like, And this is I kind don't... of the stuff that happens before you get into a serious relationship, you know? Right, right. But, like, I feel like, you know, he... I feel like Rodney approached it as best he could, honestly, because... And I feel like Eliza, like, came into it 
wanting to hear an answer, even though she already gave her answer. Mm. Like, if you already gave your answer and you're already excited to go That's on true. this d- date with Justin, don't act like Rodney, which, like, she even does more in the second day. But, like, don't act like Rodney is, like, totally in the wrong here because, like, you are doing what you want to do too. And he wants you to be happy. Like to me, that's like a true marker of somebody that cares about you is that they want, if they want you to be happy and do something. That, so like, and also of like, you know, if it's really meant to be like, it's not going to happen. Like we got a good example of that. in, you know, this episode and then the next episode, like it's not, you know, like let them, right. let them go. And if they come back, it's like, right. You know, but right. then exactly. I, I just, I, as like, as a guy, like, you know, I'm going to say like, you just can't let other people experience that stuff. Like, you know, because it's just like, there's no like, uh, um, what do they say? Like, you're like my soulmate or something, you know? Like, it's it's not a, a thing because like, every, I, I really believe in like, there's like a bunch of soulmates for everybody. Yeah, it's just I don't like, believe in a singular soulmate Yeah, like, at you all. know, there's like a bunch of people out there that could be perfect for you. Just like, kind of like get into this situation that's like this is the one that I you have to make a decision you know um I was watching this Kevin Hart thing like he was talking about this story about his friend that like you know was going to, like wanting to be in like an open relationship with his girl because like he wanted to hook up with other girls too and then it's like once you like do that there's like really no coming back from that like you know because it's right. like, you can't really close that yeah totally. and obviously it's like most of the time it's like the people that want that are the ones that they're like are you sure and then they get what they want and it's not actually what they wanted you know so there's just like it's just a really interesting dynamic to let people kind of like you got to let people do their own thing but these like here on the beach like i think there's like starting to be rules like that you can kind of like, you know how we talk about rules in the Bachelor and Bachelorette and stuff. Like, I think there's mm-hmm. like like a rules getting established in Bachelor in Paradise. It's like you got to kind of stand up for what you want. And at the end of the day, if you end up like, no one wants to look like a loser. Like that's essentially it. Like you know, when it comes to these situations, Rodney doesn't want to look like like don't go. And and then she ends up going anyways. Like you know. I mean, yeah. She. I think she was gonna go no matter what. I mean, and I think that's what he maybe thought, and I so I don't blame him. I don't blame his line of thinking. I, I don't think know. the way he, the way he, I, I I just didn't like the way he presented it too. Like if I was her, like when I kind of thought he did presented it fine. I like, don't know. He was like but laughing I'm also and not stuff. Like these girls, like I I'm not like these girls that are like they base like I'm like I you got to think about like what do you actually want? It doesn't matter. Like they care more about other people liking them about than how much they like somebody else, and I think that's the issue. Yeah, you but he was like laughing about how it. much. She's like, you like somebody he was like she was like what's funny and he's like i mean nothing's funny like he's just kind of like really nonchalant about it i don't know i think that was nerves yeah i guess but anyways uh let's get into night two well no eliza and justin go on a date and they kind of hit it off right they really do hit it off they hit it off really good yeah so um she's a beautiful girl she's into him like apparently the girls think he's cute or whatever um so Sucks for Rodney at this moment. Um, night two starts. We get into a little uh, Paradise High. They have, you know, Paradise High. They're having a little bonfire. They're all talking about, like, who's who in Paradise High. Um, you you know, know, if we were in Paradise High, I think me and you would get best dressed. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, I would get most musical. You would get most dramatic. Um, no, I'm just joking. I wouldn't get most <laughs> I'm just dramatic. joking. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, so... Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty on key. And then they were like, I wonder who the bully would be. And that's like when they uh, introduce uh, the new guy, Hayden. Hayden. Hayden comes down, which honestly, ugh. Hayden is like. He's the not, worst and he hasn't changed. Like He hasn't changed one goddamn bit. He comes down. He like talks to all the girls. Most of the girls are all like, homie talked only about his dog Rambo was kind of weird. Like I love my dog or I love animals, but like was weird. And then like, you know, he doesn't really get into talking about Rambo with Kate, which is probably how he got her to go on this date with him (laughs) because she's all like, okay, like why not? And also she even says in her little confessional interviews that she's like, trying to test logan she's all like Again. i want to go like i'm gonna go on this date to see like you know what logan will do which i think is just like uh i hate that line of thinking i hate that i mean that's I essentially hate- what eliza was doing 
I know, which I also didn't like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, at first I was like, um, I don't, I don't like Kate. Like, I mean, I, I, I haven't like really Kate. been feeling Kate at all. But like, I don't like Kate at all. Um, I mean, I do kind of give her the the benefit of the doubt of the fact that like she was like, she probably if like knowing that like if she got asked like she didn't want this guy to not go on a date like it's always shitty when you ask somebody and then you have to ask somebody else like it just right. doesn't end up right working. and because nobody wants to be the second the second ask yeah and there's really no one else to really ask you know at that point um so yeah. yeah they end up going on a date she ends up talking to Logan and Logan does the same thing Rodney did like. You know, I went on a bunch of dates. You've only gone on one, so you should probably go. Also, but this is, like, totally Logan's bit, though. Like, Logan's been this way, like, through and through. Like, Logan's been just, like, overly nonchalant, just, like... Yeah, they said he would be, like, the druggie into high school. Yeah, like, that's just... (laughs) He's, like, definitely, like, a burnout stoner type. Like, that's just, like... He's just... and But then he'll get into his head and pissed about it, but it's like, well, bro. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, they go out on a date and they um, go ziplining, and Hayden pretty much blows it from what we can tell, because he is acting like a scaredy cat, which is not turning Kate on. And then when he talks about how much money he spent, like six figures, on um, you know trying to keep Ramble alive for at least another year or so. Kate's like, yeah, what a freaking loser, dude. Like, I mean, it has nothing to do with saving dogs and stuff. I love animals, but like, dude, come on. Like you, you what, what I'm trying to say here is like, he's using this to like, he thinks that this is what girls want. He really want thinks to, this is a sob story. Yeah. Like he thinks girls want to hear this and this is what's like making him such a great person. It's like, oh God. But then he, he puts his other foot into his mouth by bringing up the whole rough around the edges bit and how he probably, he's like, I mean, I, I don't remember, but I probably did compare the girls to my ex and like whatever and called my ex hotter. And like Kate's all like literally sitting there like eyes wide, like, yeah, not a great look. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Um, so we don't really get any more of them this From episode, which is no. interesting how they keep like letting these, kind of go on but i guess that's how they prolong these episodes for another couple weeks i know because we're not getting like you know we're not getting finishes of dates and everything the the common thing i've noticed throughout both of these episodes is that like they're using michael a and danielle as like sort of narrators and honestly they are doing a shitty job of it they are not good or like they're not telling me anything new they're just saying whatever yeah and, and also like what i've noticed uh, their their opinions are so like off like you know what i'm saying like i, I feel like it's it doesn't i don't know like everyone's so biased to everyone on the beach it's annoying it's just weird I'm like, I'm like if you're gonna be placed in this like sort of narrator Alexa role you're supposed to be speaking more for the audience or at least adding interest to like the audience's experience and they're not doing either of that like yeah. i like brought up in my tipsy talks like i miss like a character like uh becca like baby becca from re season because like she was like kind of that narrator role but because she was like funny and interesting and like added a good like aspect of like they try to, to- make aaron like that like I've yeah. noticed Aaron because, gets but these... like, cause Aaron is just like got his funny sayings and shit. So like they'll just no, bring he just him makes on to be fun like, of people, like you know. Yeah, he's um, just which an is idiot. deflecting on his own insecurities. He's just a bro. Yeah. He's just a bro. Um, but but yeah. So uh, they really have continue the light love triangle between um Justin, Eliza, Rodney this episode, where you know. Eliza and Justin are like making out, having a good time. It's not looking good for Rodney. Not looking good. Her and Rodney talk. And she pretty much says like, you know, how she was disappointed in him and how he didn't like try hard enough. And he's all like, well, I kind of thought you already said yes to the date. And she's like, I didn't. To what we saw, not true. Um, And then... He and then he's all like, well, I want to show you like how much I want you. And like, I'm really only here for you. Like, how can I do that? And she's all like, well, how am I supposed to tell you that? Like, I can't tell you like what to do and whatever, which is literally what she asked him to do to her. So like, I'm like, don't be a hypocrite. Like, don't be a hypocrite. Like either you like Rodney enough 
or you don't. Just like, you know, be honest with yourself. Like, I think that's the issue I have. It's like, who do you like? You know, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think she's just kind of like enjoying the position she's in. Which I get. Yeah. Um, also though, like it's, it's not a good look to do it to Rodney cause Rodney's just like a, he's a fan, fan fave, fave and he's a great guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know, like sometimes the nice guys finish last, you know, it just kind of is the way it is. Um, like that saying, but I guess, you know, so, uh, I guess, um, they they're gonna have to like you know right after that Justin and her are making out or at least that's what the edit made it look yeah like, so. that's what it looked like so once again we have no re- we don't know really what that's gonna look like because we don't get to see the rose ceremony for this week until next week were they so. saying that the girls have the roses again again what's going on here I have no idea how that's gonna work are they but just I guess running is that out of because they or... knew they were gonna send down more dudes like I guess but like. I don't know. Well, I guess because it's just like there's so many newer guys than there are girls, I guess. Yeah. Which is just weird, though. Um, Anyways, uh, we get our we get a you know, I I thought this was like a pretty refreshing end tonight, too. Um, I enjoyed seeing the twins come down. Uh, You know, uh, what were their names? Justin and Joey. Justin and Joey. Justin the gold and Joey and the silver. Maybe the opposites. I, don't I think know. you're right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, they come down. They're like doing their twin thing. They're talking like the same, reading, you know, the same and wearing the same clothes. They're like, I don't even know how. Like, what? Come on. Shut like, up. You knew you were going to wear the same fucking shit. No, like, I mean, can't... even if they didn't know they were going to wear the same shit, they knew that when they looked at each other and they're like, I'm not changing. I'm not changing. Whatever. Like, you know. It's like, come on, dude. You you saw yourself on the last season. It's like, distinguish yourselves. Like, a chain? I still don't know, like, the difference. How are we supposed to know? Joey's no, got the gold. No, nobody does. And Jimmy like, got the... When they're coming down with their double date card, they're, like, asking the girls to talk. And these girls are like, I can't tell which is which. Like, I don't remember. And also the biggest thing is that they're the youngest people on the beach at this point. Yeah. Like they're 24 and any of the eligible ladies who are left are like either nearly 30 or 30, which, yeah. you know. So they shoot their shot at Shanae and Flo. And, and both of them have nothing better to do. So <laughs> you know, Shanae is going to say yes. And Flo, you know, who she was like, I haven't been on a date. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, so I like this part. Like, you know, I thought it was going to be bad for the twins, but they end up killing it. You know, they did a decent job. They had fun. It looks like, you know, it looks like everybody had a good time. Wells hosted them and played some cantina games. Like, you know, they're doing body shots. They're doing like having to sit on the little like margarita bike maker and like have to race. They're doing like these weird, like holding an egg between your butt cheeks. Rolling and, up in a burrito and stuff. Yeah. Uh, th- the amount of like weird food on people situations in this show, I swear. Shanae loves that shit though. <laughs> Shanae I mean, loves it. Yeah, I guess um, she has, she's kind of been in all those dates now yeah, that I think I about mean, it. I mean, she's like, you know, killing it out here. She's the bachelorette in paradise. For um, real. But yeah, so uh, like, you know, Joey and what's the other one? Justin. Justin. Joey and Justin, um, you know, do good with the Cougars, you know. Uh, the, everybody was thinking that they weren't going to come back, but like they came back and, you know, Shanae's riding pretty high. Flo is enjoying her time. I think that the twins are going to get roses. Who's to say? I mean, they, they have plenty. They have a chance. Yo. They have a chance as good as anyone. Do you at think this that point. means that uh, uh, Tarzan goes home? Jacob? I mean, that would be crazy. I mean, maybe. He deserves to go home, though, at this point. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, but the main, the way that this episode really ended was this big blowout fight between Aaron and Genevieve that started in the big cuddle puddle. And then escalated into up and down the stairs and whatever. I love this edit of Aaron, though, like being such a bro. (laughs) Bro, like he's just because they're showing him like so throughout the two episodes, we're seeing a lot of like, you know, Aaron and Genevieve being lovey dovey. And then we're seeing like this edit where it shows like how Rodney's talking to Genevieve and he's like, have you talked to Aaron yet? And she's like, no, like I'm trying to like blah, blah, blah. Because like she said at the end of last episode, how she was falling in love with him. But like, she hasn't told him that yet. And like homie is out here just like 
playing catch with the bros, doing like butterfly in the pool with the bros, like just doing whatever with the bros. And like Genevieve is like trying to get him to hang out with her. And he's like, just not picking up what she's putting down. And so like then when they're on the giant day bed, he's all like, yo, what's up? Like, cause she like kind of sits down all like, you know, <laughs> upset because that's her vibe is to he's be like, upset. what's going on here? A little cuddle puddle. And yeah. he's like, goes up to Johnny. He's like, Johnny, you want to hit the pool, bro? <laughs> After she's been like asking him to go to the pool and she's all like, really? Like, <laughs> and then they get into a whole fight where he like, first of all, he's using gaslighting. I don't really think he knows what he means. He's, saying, he's gaslighting her with the word gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. Yes, it was great. And, um, and I and love then, the girls when and they all, talk and, about like, one by one, yeah, everyone gets up out of the cuddle puddle bed, like, and they're just like, no, we're watching, all alone. And they're all like, yikes, like, this is not good. Like, and so, and they just like, they literally, you could just, I, I was like cringing the entire time watching this fight because it's like, they were just like, shot, like, miscommunication, yeah. miscommunication, miscommunication, like just flying. It's like their words were just flying past each other. Like no, none of them were hitting each other. They didn't really understand what was going on. And it was just I mean, like, he was being kind of mean. Like, I, I don't know. He was being mean. I think, you know, in the first night. And I, I think, think he thinks he can talk like that to her. Yeah, I think in the first night, Genevieve was like in night one of this week's episodes. I felt like Genevieve was more of the like overreactor in the wrong. And then this time, like this one, I was like, no, Aaron is just kind of like not even he's like saying mean shit to her, talking to her kind of mean when she's trying to. Like, she honestly was talking very level to him. Like sure. she was like I trying agree. to expl- for like, not really enjoying Genevieve. Um, she was not really doing much. I mean, maybe she could have, and she was trying to communicate. Like she was like, you know, I don't want to hold this back. Like I want to talk to you, you know. And right. he just like right. freaked out on her. And then, and then, why of you course, make me because... look bad? Look, everyone, you're like everyone, you're the only girl that's like mad. It's like, oh my gosh. I know he like really, and he's all like, you make me feel like you. You're saying that I'm failing. You see that you're, I'm doing this wrong. Oh, I can never do anything. And she's like, I'm literally not saying any of that. I'm not. Like she's like, what? And so then she gets pissed because he keeps yelling that shit. And then she, of course, like runs up, tries to pack her bag, is ready to rock and roll. The girls are like, yo, calm down. This man doesn't even know what gaslighting means. Like we're, we're gonna figure this out. Like. And then, like, Victoria literally is like, you got to go talk to her. Like, you got to. And he's like, fine. And, like, they get into a screaming match. And it's so funny because Victoria and Eliza are just standing there as they scream at each other for a hot second. And then as they have an emotional breakthrough that they both were just scared to tell each other their true feelings. I like Victoria during this, too. She's like, she's like, has this commentary about them and stuff. It's like. Yo, if they can like do this to each other and still like stay together, they they are like meant for each other. <laughs> Which is true. Like I've heard the idea from like different, you know, um, relationship like psychiatrists and stuff that like you probably shouldn't get married to somebody until like you have like at least like one good fight. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't like. I feel like no fights ever is like kind of a red flag. Like I think there should be like there's ne- you're never gonna always agree on everything and i think you know this i mean though i kind of think genevieve and aaron are a little toxic for each other oh totally totally so i don't really think this is a great example but like the idea is there yeah yeah i get i get what you're saying but i do think that there's better ways to talk about stuff like oh for sure you know like aaron thought he was communicating like he wasn't he was literally gaslighting her like if we want to use a buzzword like that's what he was doing to her that's what he was doing most of the time people that say that like are the ones that are are the ones (laughs) they're the ones (laughs) um dude that word was so before covid so um you know, I, I thought it was, you know, it ended up beautiful. Everyone was like, oh, my God, they're not going to make it. Like, it was this whole thing and stuff. And at the end, they're like, oh, my God, they, they're back. They did it. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's how the episode ends. Uh, what do we what do we got for next week? What is it looking like? It looks like, honestly, it looks like next week Kate is going to continue to be on my bad side because it looks like she's about to be petty because she's all like, I mean, because we see her towards the end of this date being all like, I regret going on this date with Hayden practically. And then I guess she's going to come back and talk to the other girls being all like, hmm, but who do I give my rose to? Because Hayden's got money. If he's got that kind of money to spend, like, 
I don't want to have to support Logan. That's what the little preview for next week showed. And I'm all like, sis, are you serious? Are you joking? I hope it's a joke. I hope that little preview edit is leading me astray. But if it's not... You're the worst. (laughs) You deserve him. You deserve Hayden. Yeah, like, ew. Um, And then it looks like something bad happens in general because everybody's crying. Yeah, do you think they're getting close to being like, you got to make the conversation and then like the people that are really going to be, because maybe they're going to be like, no more people are coming down. So you have to have the hard conversations and the next couple weeks are them just like, you know, I don't know, going out on dates or something. And I don't know. I don't know. Because like the way that they were all crying seemed really intense. And I'm like, and like people are saying that broke me. And I'm like, what's going on? Like something sad happened? Like did somebody like get hurt? Maybe we're getting into our lull. These are the probably the episodes that they're going to have to like, like stitch together for us to make them a couple more weeks, you know? I guess. Yeah, we'll have to see. So, yeah. um, Any other Bachelor Nation news? Yes. There was a bunch of nuptials this past weekend. So, uh, Serena and Joe, who, you know, were the the main couple on the beach last year, got married at City Hall in New York City. Um, So, they're going to have, like, their big full wedding next fall. But I guess, you know, they really wanted to have something that was a little bit more private low-key just for them since everything else has been so public and whatever and so they've you know they they've got that all handled there um maddie pruitt and her you know her fiance grant trout what, what's married. the saying that he says huh what's the saying that he says like damn girl <laughs> yeah like he's always like come on girl like <laughs> It's like, I don't Damn, even know. Damn, girl. <laughs> um, he... I kind of like him now. I don't know why. No! <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it. it's funny because he just seems like, you know, I don't know. They seem perfect for each other. They seem weird. But they had their <laughs> wedding at his parents' house because his parents, I guess his dad is a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Oh, funny little, funny little detail that we forgot. This all makes, it all is connecting now. Mm-hmm. And had a huge ass wedding, which like literally had everything possible, like had like a coffee bar, had the late night pizza, had like a whole separate like multiple like photo booths, had it was for 400 people, had like the high, like the tippity top like things in Dallas because it was at in Dallas, like people like in the Dallas area know of like kind of the bouginess of everybody that was involved in the bridal process, like flowers, the the whole setup, the planner, the dresses, the everything. It's very much so like bougie Dallas things. And um, her veil said, which is a yikes moment within Damn, itself. Damn, girl. No, her, oh. veil said, her veil said, worth the wait. Yikes. Worth the wait. Yikes. Oh, my God. Because, you know, they were waiting till marriage to to do the do and uh they also which but like what wait they dated for eight months before they got engaged and they were engaged for three months before they got married well good for them um um, you know cool anyways in uh other news and other bachelor news astrid Locke and kevin went who were on um they were on bachelor in paradise in 2018 they got married in Sarasota, Florida, um, this past weekend. They actually, they, they already they have a kid a, together. Yeah, I was going to say. Yo, I also saw, I mean, we might have talked about it last week, but Dean and, and Kaylin got engaged. We did talk about it last um, week. I was reading some news that they're when they get married, they're actually going to both change their last names to Bell, which is his, his mom's, his uh, late mom's maiden name. Oh, that's, that's sweet. Pre- yeah, right? I was like, that's, that's pretty. Sweet. That's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, that's what we got for Bachelor Nation news. Um, you know, make sure you're in here next week. We're gonna figure out what's going on in week seven, um, and lock in right here. Make sure you, uh, you know, uh, subscribe and leave a comment and let us know what you're thinking of these videos or what you think of the season so far. Um, do you do you think? 
Would you change your last name with to another name with your significant other? Would you wait until marriage? I don't know. Is it worth the wait? Um, you know, hopefully. Uh, you, you, would you have 400 people at your wedding? God damn. Yeah. Um, these are all the questions I need to know in the comments below. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how you could just come up with questions like at the end, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, why don't we get into something here that we like to call, I don't know, Quick Hits. What do we got for Quick Hits? As always, I have to start with a sad one. And this one is like super sad. It was sad news to wake up to um, this morning. But take off from, uh, you know, the group, group Migos. Amigos. Uh, died this morning early, like at 3 a.m. ish, in downtown Houston. Um, he this was is getting only- wild, man. Like I can't. I feel like they're almost unreal. Like I'll see this, these things pop up. I'm like, for real? Like I know it's sad. So he was shot dead in a uh, Houston bowling and pool hall. Like I guess there was, you know, they had like a private party. Um, there was, I think a dice game being played. Uh, I, I, it just, it, it, I feel like lately it comes to these like things that like should just be deescalated, like deescalating needs to be a better thing that is happening. in it's these just wild si- that these are grown ups like killing each other. Like, you know, just over it's- what, just, just cause they got, just cause they have the guns to do it. Like, just cause like they have whatever on them. Just to like to what to feel big? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, and it's really sad too because like the Migos haven't been like the Migos in a while. You know, since um, Offset has kind of like been doing his own thing. Yeah, uh, and then it was just it was Quavo and Takeoff kind of doing. They just released some of their own stuff together yeah, on Confuse. And uh, you know, Quavo you know. is the uncle of of Takeoff. I think. You know, and take and off offset and, is is takeoff's cousin. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like, damn man, it's really sad. You know, those mm-hmm. guys really are. You know, have done a lot of things. You know, so um, rest in peace. What rest else we got? Um, Taylor Swift is breaking records again. She uh, is the first artist to claim the Billboard Hot 100's entire top. 10 in a week so wow um you know she last week we were supposed to get the drake and 21 savage album and i really think that they moved it because of taylor swift honestly honestly that's kind of what i think too because they're all like yikes we can't be we can't we gotta we gotta let this breathe a little bit longer because it's literally in order it's anti-hero lavender haze maroon snow on the beach midnight wayne bejeweled question you're on your own kid karma vigilante shit all of like ten songs from her, her track, like from her full like album. So um, crazy stuff. And I think this is also the first time that, that there hasn't been a male artist on the top ten of the top one hundred. So congrats to Taylor Swift. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, um. And what else we got for quick hits? Elon Musk finally finished purchasing Twitter, and he might be bringing back a, a familiar friend, Vine. He is. I like tr- Elon Musk. I like what he's doing. I like he's disrupting, you know, uh, things that, you know, I, I just I just like it. I just like the. it's fun. It's fun for me. I feel like it's fun, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing because uh, maybe he does. Maybe he maybe not knowing what you're doing is a move. I don't know. Um, bringing back Vine, I think, would, first of all, uh, you know, why is he trying to do it with Twitter? Like, how is he doing it? Well, I mean, Twitter, like, Vine was, Twitter was under Vine. I mean, Twitter was over Vine. Like, Twitter owned it. So, um, I mean, I think, like, you know, with Twitter now under new management with Elon, uh, you know, if he brings back Vine, that's going to give competition to Instagram and Facebook. And TikTok. And, and TikTok. So, uh, yeah, I mean, V, what made you go yikes this week? On the same vein, Elon Musk. On the first, same vine, you said. On the same on the same vine, <laughs> uh, Elon Musk first proposed a twenty dollar uh, verification fee for Instagram, which would be it would completely change the landscape of 
how journalists and public figures use that app, I think, um, and everything like that. But uh, now he has decided to make it $8 a month. But it's uh, the way he's coming at it is making me go yikes because he's like calling it like lords and peasants system for who or who doesn't have the blue check mark. And it's not I don't know if it's exactly like that, but like explain uh, that a little more. Huh? Explain that a little more. Like he he's calling it a lords and peasants system for who does or doesn't have the blue check mark. And like you do like it used to be easier. It's like kind of weird how to get verified these days. And like you kind of have to hit. I mean, it's the same way for Instagram and Facebook and stuff, too. You have to hit a certain level of things, submit, whatever. It's um, as someone who like does bulk submitting for um for the company for verification for our talent who are, you know, public figures. Um, it's, you know, kind of a pain in the ass, but now for what this means for me is that I'm going to have to maybe have to figure out a budget or if we'll ever have a budget to do these kinds of things for folks that are, you know, verified sources. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds like they're putting it onto companies to dis- to distinguish like, you know, who they feel like is worth verifying. Um, I suppose. And also, shoot, man, like the ones I see complaining the most are people that probably could afford this the most. Like, you know? I guess. Yeah. And my thing is, like, he wants to make, like, a subscription model for Twitter, which I don't really. I mean, good. I mean, for someone that now owns it, paid a lot of money for it, he's figuring out a way to monetize it, finally. I mean, it it is monetized. I mean, how? With ads. I mean, I don't use Twitter, so I... In partnerships. I, well, I, like, I honestly have Like a normal social media app. Well, I haven't seen I haven't seen Twitter in a long time, but like for the longest time, I didn't I didn't know how it made money. Yeah, um, no, it's monetized, but... Um, uh, well, I, I have to look into that because honestly, this would be a way for the users to actually, you know, pay for the app um like a lot of other things that people pay for for using it and and all that stuff so it doesn't sound crazy to me but um, i mean i guess from like a journalism perspective it would just it might kind of change it becomes like will this make it like more like a a a parlor like what you know it kind of makes sense though like i mean it's like if you're willing to invest in the verification you know, not just everyone can just sound off now. Like, you know, I don't know. True. Um, True. You know, it, it just it adds a different layer to it. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes and what Elon does with it and if it actually affects Twitter. I think it'll be fine. And I think it'll thrive a lot with Elon. Um, what else made you go? Yikes. So Taylor Swift in one of her first music videos from this new album, Antihero, because she has that in Bejeweled out right now. Um she had a part of it where, you know, part of the song is talking about her own experiences with her eating disorder. And as part of that, they show a visual where it shows, you know, Finn, Taylor Swift, on a scale that goes to fat and then that's bad. Like, and then it's like she's punished, which people had a lot of outcry for because they're like, that's fat phobic because you're showing that being fat is ba- like that that's bad that that's inherently bad to have a bigger body um and so she removed it from the video so she's like still on a scale but it doesn't say fat like they digitally removed fat and everything so um hmm. there that definitely was people were pretty pretty upset about that for a while um until she until she removed it because it definitely um, doesn't really doesn't really help to have like a thin, very popular artist, uh, you know, showcase how being fat is the scariest thing. Which, like, you know, I I understand that, but like, um, there I, I don't know if you watch This Is Us, but like Kate's, you know, uh, an overweight woman in the show, yeah, and she goes to like a a group about it, and that's where she meets like her first husband. Right. Um, but she ends up meeting, you know, who ends up being her 
like sister or something like that, her best friend. But she's like this like beautiful girl. She's actually the wife of the creator of the show or the director or whatever. And um, she has like an eating disorder and everyone in the class is like overweight. And they're like, what is it like she talking about? Like, you know, the whole time, like until that you get like to the episode where she just really does have an eating disorder. Like, you know, and there's just different levels to this in people's minds of like, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be overweight to feel like you're overweight, you know? Well, of course. No, I'm not I'm not discounting Taylor Swift's eating disorder at all. I'm discounting the way that she decided to present it. And I'm not that, in one way or the other. I'm just that, like kind of then it's harmful to other people. Yeah. Like obviously like I mean, obviously uh, she had an eating disorder. I'm not yeah. saying that she didn't. Like she fully you know, an eating disorder is a mental illness that people struggle with all the time. Um, or disordered eating patterns and things like that. Like it's sure. I'm I just wonder if there are actual fans of Taylor Swift that are saying this or people that are just finding like something. There's fans that were, I know fans of her that were upset about that. So, well, um, well, yikes. Uh, well, V, I, I really do want to know, um, oops, wrong button. I'm still getting used to these. What are you watching? I didn't watch much, honestly, because I just didn't have time, but, uh, I did watch a little bit because of seeing uh, our TM and Ray's costumes at the at the party. They were from a show called I Think You Should Leave that like does like shorts and um, sketches and stuff on Netflix. And so I watched some of that and it was really funny. So I might have <laughs> it to was like pretty funny. go back and watch more. But um, um, how do you feel about like people having to like explain their costumes? Like that's why like. You know, I'm, I'm not a fan of people being like having to be like, I mean, it was funny once you watched it, but like having you know, last night I went to a Halloween party and, and he's like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, no, I don't. And then he has to like pull out a picture from like a TV show or something. See, I guess like my thing is I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't ask, like, do you know who I am? Because like I've been when I was uh, the ceiling between um, when I was the rainforest ceiling, but that's like a thing that's niche, but people know me for it. Mm -hmm. Like the rainforest ceiling between terminals A and B in the Atlanta airport. Um, I like some people were like, wait, what are like, they like at, they like, I let them kind of like try to piece it together and they would usually get it. But um, you know, I, I kind of like a conversation starter. I think it's, you know, with how, I was like confused on who Ray was and then like he explained it and like I was like okay uh but I feel like it, there's a, there's a line there's a line to like how much like there's plenty of things that could be like a pun that you might need to like someone might be like wait I think I got it but I don't or like you know if you could easily if you have like the meme on hand if it's like referencing a meme I'm okay with that but I feel like once it gets like a little too out of hand where it's like so so niche that nobody gets it then i'm like okay then what are we what are we doing here yeah i mean like so someone showed me a picture of like what they were and i'm like oh damn you look you do look like this i just haven't seen that show um you know so i don't know that's why well, I it's tried so hard these days because there's so many shows and things like we can't i can't keep up with all these fucking shows and things exactly like that's why it's like just keep it basic i'm a tennis player you know, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I got my racket. I'm, I like a creative costume. Like, you know, I'm all about I'm just like, like, you know, like if you're a knight, then you're a knight. You know what I'm saying? But like you're this character in this show, like The Witcher. Come on. Like you okay, obviously the Witcher's kind of The Witcher's kind of popular. Yeah, though. but you're going to have blonde hair like you're, you're like Game of Thrones is like the biggest show yeah, out right now. Right it's right like now. I'm sitting you're here thinking you're a Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. So, um But I but sorry, I got a question though. Well, what what is it? What have you been um actually uh i watched a pretty decent scary movie um it's been a good year for horror movies actually a lot of them have come out not all of them good but um they've been there's a lot of them that came out this year and one of them that came out and it just came to hbo max um was barbarian have you seen it no i hear that it's pretty scary though yeah i mean it's, it's a wild it's a wild I think you would like it because, um, you know, the messages in it and stuff are pretty like the undertones and stuff are, are pretty interesting. But it has these drastic changes in the movie. Like you're like, what? Like, are you guys going to talk about what just happened? And then it switches to like a new character and shit. And you're like, what's going on? And the colors completely change. Like, you know, it's just like and it's very mm -hmm. interesting. Like the person 
that wrote it like didn't really have like uh like he any really rhyme or reason he just wanted to go where he wanted to go with it and stuff so okay. it, it made for a very interesting um scary movie i recommend it a lot and then um i know you watched this one probably hocus pocus too i did i watched that last week I'm a big fan of watching like scary movies during Halloween. My girlfriend, she's not so into it. I'm like, come on, like let's watch some scary movies. She's like, whatever. So we put on Hocus Pocus too, um, and it was. I laughed. It was pretty funny. It was kind of fun, right? Yeah, it I was liked fun. It. it was fun. I mean, not as good as the original, but like I liked. Not. Like there was like she was like flying around on the Roombas and stuff. I like thought that, that was funny. Though. <laughs> Dude, it was just funny how she'd be hitting them and stuff. Like it just. It's just really funny, and I, I like that the kids like acted like them and stuff in the beginning. I don't know a bunch of funny stuff. I wanted to see a talking cat, didn't see that. I know I was but, pissed at that. Yeah, but, but um, and then I forgot to write it down. But I actually watched um, uh, D two and D three, The Mighty Ducks. Oh wow! Great movies, quack, quack. great movies. Quack quack. Um, yeah, I I recommend Mighty Ducks two and three. The first ones are right. I haven't seen the new like Game Changers Quack. show on Quack. Disney Plus. Quack. Yeah, the Flying Quack. V Knuckle Puck time. Like, dude, you can't beat it. Like, the second one ends with like We Are the Champions. It's like amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, obviously, I, I it's one of those movies that like there's probably like a handful of movies that I know like all the words to and I didn't realize it until I watch them. Like Sam's like, "What's going on here?" Like I was just saying like all the lines are just coming to me like out of nowhere. I don't even remember them. It's just like I just remember them when I'm watching it, like, you know. So, um watch The Mighty Ducks. It's so good. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, well, let's get into our slapper of the week. <laughs> Slacker of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna lie, that anti-hero song is kinda growing on me. But I know, um, isn't it pretty good? <laughs> it's pretty good. Um I it was just like, nah, I can't pick it. Um, you know <laughs> Only the Billboard Top 100 picked it yeah. as number one, but I can't. <laughs> Whatever. It's not a slapper yet. Uh, but you know what is a slapper? Actually, it probably should be the slapper. But, um, you know, I was pleasantly surprised, you know, last year or whatever, the year before, we got um, Dixie D'Amelio with a song on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist yeah. on Spotify. Now she let it, she's like, you know, her, her younger sister, Charlie, you know, if you've ever heard of her, just the most popular girl on TikTok. On um, and she's, I think, is she still on uh, Dancing with the Stars right now? Because she's been doing pretty well, I thought. Probably. She's like a dancer. So yeah. um, it's probably going to come down to her and And probably Gabby, Gabby. honestly. So, um, oh, speaking of Gabby, have you been hearing like the breakup rumors? Oh, yeah. I meant to write that down. Soft launch of the breakup. It seems Um, like they took the ring. She took her ring off, though. Eric did post last night about, you know, like voting for her, I thought. So I don't know. But she said because people ask, like, you haven't worn your ring. Like, are you guys still together? And she said, like, you know, that they're just like busy with their individual pursuits right now. So they're supporting each other from afar, which feels like we're about to break up. Breakup. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, back to Slapper. Um, Charlie D'Amelio came out with a song called If You Ask Me To. And I thought it was a pretty sweet song. I don't know. Like, uh, what is wrong with me? I, I, I don't know. Are you good? <laughs> are you good? <laughs> um, that's like my girlfriend says that all the time. She's like, we'll go on like the, the road trip. Like I'm going to Orlando this weekend. She's, we'll just listen to music. And she's like, you got the most wild playlist. It'll go from like here to here to here. But um I like that about me. I'm pretty eclectic. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Charlie D'Amelio, if you ask me to, on the Future Bachelor Podcast playlist. It's pretty good. It's a bop. Um, and she's got a good voice. I, I would say objectively better than her sister, Dick, uh, is Ew. it Dixie? Um, so, yeah, uh, check it out. V, do you have any shout-outs? I have plenty of shout-outs. Okay. Um, I want to shout-out a couple of people for their birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, first, my friend Tyler, his birthday will be uh, – Later next week, and then uh, then my friend Holly, because I'll be celebrating her birthday, and then I, I don't know, just a, a little birthday that's coming up this weekend. Who? Sai, it's your birthday. Happy birthday! Me? <laughs> my birthday. Wow. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I am gonna be turning thirty-five. Thirty-five. Isn't that wild? 35. That is wild. Um. You know, but being 35, like, I feel like 
a compliment I get a lot. Not only do I smell really good all the time. The two compliments okay. I get all the time is I smell really good. I regret calling you. I regret saying this. You're now. not the only one though. So if you never know, said it, it would have gone it a hundred more times. But um, also, uh, like people are like, "How old are you?" And I tell them like 34, 35, and they're like, "What?" I thought you were like 26 or something. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it happens like all the time. Like, I don't know if you heard it today when I was leaving the office, I was talking to the guys over there and they were like across the way and they were like, oh, it's your birthday. How old are you turning? I told them 35. They're like, what? You don't even like, you look young. I'm like, you know, I feel young. So uh, that's just kind of my outlook going into 35 and this whole next year is just to keep trying to be young, you know? Um, right. And not in the sense of like wild or anything like that, but just like trying to not take things so seriously, trying to, you know, still have fun where I can find it. And, um, and, and it's been, it's been a good year. So um, I, I'm really happy of like, you know, the changes that have uh, come my way. So I'm looking forward to spending my birthday this past, this next weekend um, with the family and everything. So I appreciate that V. Uh, I guess this is the birthday episode, right? Technically. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other shout outs? Yes. I wanted to shout out compadre friend of the show, Kelly Johns uh, for a speedy recovery. She's been dealing with a lot of health issues with some, endometriosis and uh, had to get a cyst removed from her ovary and everything so definitely scary scary stuff and she's huge in the bachelor nation community and uh we just wish her the best um all right well yeah i just want to give a shout out to my acting group for getting together and doing the damn thing on sunday for shooting this scene and then also sam for being my uh partner in crime for halloween this weekend and just being all around the best she's like super supportive um you saw she she got like the picture in my cubicle yes yeah, she does on my desk so yeah. um so that's that's official um so shout out to <laughs> she's work desk official baby work desk official is a whole nother level that is that's, um, that's top notch that's top notch um so yeah uh guys that's our episode uh you know i'm not gonna lie i'm not like you know, usually I'm more tired. I feel like we're getting used to this whole schedule thing. I don't know about me. Maybe you, you but... are finally. <laughs> but um, I feel pretty good about um, this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know what it is. I'll see you when I'm 35. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you guys have a good weekend because I know I will with the family in Orlando. And it looks like you're going to be doing some celebrating, some B-days. Yeah. Um, you know, have a drink for me, V. Mm. Uh, we love you guys. It's your favorite. Out. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica, and we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye.